Welcome back to Loud. I'm your host, Natalia Vargas, and I'm back for another episode of Loud Podcast. Well, 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 I have actually been a very, very, very busy kitty. So I'm pretty exhausted. I've had like, you know, long work days and like, you know, my personal life. I'm getting a lot of things in order, yada, yada, yada. So it's just been like mentally exhausting, but you know, I'm getting through it. I'm working really hard and I feel like everything that I'm doing is just going to pay off. So, you know, I'm just like right now kind of in the grind, so to speak, which I hate saying that, but you know, sometimes there are times in your life where you have to work really hard and, you know, not sleep as much so that you can get a good reward for the future. So that's kind of where I am right now. Um, aside from that, my personal stuff, um, I actually got fully vaccinated, which is really cool. So your girl has 95% chance of being okay, which is awesome. Um, I got vaccinated because I do work in a research lab. So we are now in the phase of we are allowed to get vaccinated. So in California, I was allowed to get those two shots. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, my mom's vaccinated too. So it's just really exciting to see, you know, that we're all progressing, things are getting better. So I just feel a little bit more hopeful for 2021. So, you know, guys, we're doing it. We're getting through it together. And if you listen to this, uh, you're alive. You made it. I don't know that anybody cares, but I remember like with my first shot, it was like they kind of injected water and I was like, y'all put anything in me? Like I was totally fine. All good. However, with the second one, I ended up getting a fever the night of, the next day, like, after work as well. And I was, like, not okay. Like, I was really exhausted, really tired, which is funny because I was all like, you know, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'm young. But, yeah, it really got me. So, you know, if you're going to get your second shot, I do recommend just knowing that, hey, you might have to sleep a little extra, which is okay. You know, it's better to, you know, have a night of fever than, you know, get sick with the COVID, so. Besides that, you know, there's not many updates in my life because, you know, it's kind of mundane, kind of boring lately. Um, I do try to, like, have my social life as much as I can on the weekends, you know, see uh, my friends and things like that. But, you know, overall, that's kind of in my day-to-day, just working really hard. And then the weekends, kind of seeing my friends. And when I can, you know, you guys, some people do know that, I am kind of going like a little bit of like a spiritual journey. So I've been trying to read like, you know, my books uh, and things like that. So right now I'm actually reading Women Who Run With The Wolves, which is really, really good. And it's kind of about like uh, women connected to their intuition and like what it means to basically be like a wise woman. Um, So I highly recommend people um, that are kind of going through like a spiritual moment (laughs) that they go ahead and pick this up because it's honestly like been teaching me a lot and um, just kind of opening up, opening up my mind to it, and I do want to do a podcast dedicated to this book later down the line because I do think that it's making you know a big impact in how I perceive myself and where I am in the world without getting too you know hippy dippy on y'all. But yeah, it's been cool. So that's kind of what I, where I'm up to right now. So moving forward, today's huh, podcast episode. <laughs> this podcast is going to be about doing more and talking less or talking less and doing more. Whatever, you know, whatever sounds better in your head. So all in all, it's basically going to be a podcast about, you know, talkers versus doers, which is, that's right, that's right, I'm looking at you. And trust me, I am that person sometimes too. So we're all going to get called out, especially me. So this is something I'm obviously very, very guilty of. Um, I personally still do sometimes I gotta say I'm getting better at it is that I would talk a lot about like what my plan is what my plans will be what is my next steps and essentially I would diagnose myself 
to a fault, which is like hashtag awareness, like that's dope. But it, it got to the point where I was just like diagnosing, diagnosing my life, planning, planning, planning. Um, but like I actually wasn't doing anything. And I think a lot of people are guilty of this because, you know, sometimes we just we don't do shit, which is it's not good. So the thing is, like the more we talk about like why we should be doing things, what we should be doing, the less we seem to do things about it. So, for example, like, you know, the classic, uh, I need to work out more. Here's my new business proposal that I'm never going to submit. Here's my accomplishment. Here is the bad thing that I keep doing and I keep complaining about, but I don't do shit about it. You know, we love, we love, we love to talk. Um, We seem to not break patterns. We don't seem to work towards change or, you know, go towards our goals, things like that. So let's kind of break it down. Why is it that people talk so much and not act as much? What about us makes us do this little thing? I mean, the number one thing is that change is uncomfy. It's uncomfortable. It feels wrong because somewhere deep in our minds, we think that this time that we're talking about it, it's going to be different. This is the one time that we are going to go ahead and make a change. Uh, We're going to have a different outcome. So this is, you know, the classic, like this time I stick to my diet. This time I'm going to do this some of my life. And then, you know, your friends are like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. That's so sick. And then we don't do anything about it. You know, and then number two is that just talking in general is just easier, right? Uh, to give you all credit, like it is good to talk, you know, lay it, lay down the law, say what you want to do, but like, you know, to an extent, like how much can we talk really? This is where we're going to talk about a bit of a little bit of science, you know, a little science corner for y'all. Um, basically, actually, one of the reasons why we do this a lot, it's all dopamine based. I obviously like to explain things with a little bit of science because number one, I am a scientist. So, you know, it's very on brand for me. Uh, and then science definitely, you know, unites us all unless you don't believe in science, which you probably wouldn't be listening to this if that was the case. <laughs> Basically, you know, I think it's awesome about science that it shows us aspects of our mind and body that we do subconsciously. And of course, we are responsible and accountable for, you know, our own choices. But it's nice to have a little bit of an explanation behind our fucked upness, don't you think? So it all kind of boils down to dopamine, our girl, our friend, our happy hormone. (laughs) Uh, And dopamine is basically like, you know, evolution's way of being like, yes, good job, honey. You did great. Keep doing that. It's going to help you survive. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, not like that, but you know, in the simple in simple terms, that's basically what dopamine will do to your body. It makes you happy when you do things that are supposedly good for you, or I guess unless you're doing drugs, but you know, it's a whole different podcast and a whole different conversation. Um, when we think about dopamine, uh, we usually like, you know, uh, think about it in terms of it regulating, you know, pleasure and reward and how it gets released when we obtain something that satisfies us or is essentially like beneficial to us, right? But guess what? Now, new scientific evidence actually shows that this neurotransmitter actually acts before that, before getting that thing that satisfies us. It actually encourages us to act. So it's essentially kind of like a motivation hormone as well. So in other words, dopamine is released in order to achieve something good before we even accomplish that task. It's a little motivator. It's a little, it's a little cheerleader. So you can see like how that's a good thing because it's pushing us to do all the good things. However, you know, if you really think about it, it could also be a bad thing because sometimes when we talk about all the things that we are going to accomplish, all the things we're going to do, 
we are low-key, low-key, low-key tricking our brain into thinking we have already done the thing because the hormone has already been released, you know, without you actually doing anything. And that can be an issue because motivation's dope, but it's still not action. And then you're getting the reward before doing said thing that you were going to do. So you can see a dilemma <laughs> in our body. In a way, it's kind of like me paying you to do the job before you did the job. So you already got all dopamine and excitement from the money, but now you're like not likely to like work at your job as hard because I already gave you all the cash, if you know what I mean, if you get my drift. So another issue with like talking, talking, talking is all the praise that we get. It actually makes us less likely to follow through. Yikes. So receiving premature praise for a goal actually makes it unlikely that you will actually do it. You already got the fuck yeah, you're awesome, you did it. And then you're like, well, then why am I, I going to do the thing? Because I already got all the praise beforehand. What you mean? I'm done. I don't need anything else. It's kind of like um, sometimes like sometimes like before I go out, like I will get like, oh, my God, you look so good. Yes, yes, girl. Oh, my God, amazing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even have to leave the house anymore. I already got all the compliments I wanted for the night. I'm, I'm good. I'm done. So kind of like same same flavor. So moving on from that, another reason why talking is also no bueno is because you actually do get a little bit of fatigue before you even start said task. So, you know, you, you've, now you're thinking about it. You're laying out your whole plan. You're asking everyone for advice. You tell yourself all the steps. You diagnose the problem. And, you know, what happens now is that fatigue is happening as a result because you're placing all your attention and all of your energy and laying all these plans and, you know, you're talking and thinking about all the decisions you have to make, the information you're going to have to process, that by the time that it comes to actually do the thing, you're already kind of exhausted. And it's because, like, you know, cognitively, like, you're like you're done, you know? And not only, like, are you, is your brain busy doing your day-to-day life, your work, taking care of your kids, like, living, whatever. Now you're also adding this new goal or next thing you want to do on top of it. So your brain is already, like, oh, no, overdriving is exhausted. So that's also an issue, right? And this kind of leads me to like a TED Talk by Bethany Butzer. You know, Mama loves her TED Talk, so we're going to talk about it. She kind of talks about this idea that we spend most of our time trying to be successful, basically from the moment that we start school and, you know, most likely until now and forever and ever. Uh, she kind of talks about the addiction of success and talks about the pattern of getting excited about a goal. Then we overwork, Right. Then we burn out, we take a short break, and then when we forgot all the pain and all the exhaustion, and then we kind of start over. And then that's life. That's our life. And then there's a cycle of, you know, kind of doing a lot of things, but not really getting anything done in the most efficient way possible. And she discusses this very interesting term called downstream effort, and she explains it like rowing. You know, you can paddle one or two ways in life. You can either go with the flow of life, the water, duh, or you can just go against the water and go against the current. It's a little bit about like giving up control. Like there is this current that's available for you to paddle in or row in, whatever. (laughs) Uh, And you can either take that or you can talk about it all day long or try to go against the current and like, you know, be fearful in it. But when you just, you know, you engage in downstream effort, you're just going to seize more. You're going to take up, you're going to take up more opportunities, things that present themselves, because that's kind of what life is about acting. And the thing is, when you're going downstream, you have no choice, but kind of like to keep going with it, right? 
that is why I think doing is so much more powerful because you're just kind of like taking opportunities that are there in front of you at that time and seeing kind of what works, right? And you're just kind of going with life. Uh, And I really, really like that. And essentially what downstream really means is going with the choices that kind of do feel authentic for you and follow that path that's meant for you. And that's why I tell people, you know, apply to the thing, apply to the conference, apply to that job, you know, basically throw a bunch of shit up on the wall and see what sticks. Because if you spend a lot of time like fearing and fighting what you want, it really is very much like going against the current. It's a lot more effort when you overthink these things because you're not, just not doing it. It actually is adding all these extra more effort. It's kind of like putting weights on your paddle for like no reason because it's not going to help you row any better because really the best way to go about life is just going with the flow and kind of just seizing what's in front of you. Because what's the point of overthinking if it's there? If it's the opportunity is there at this moment, at this given time, this is, the, this is the time for you to take it. Whether or not you think you're a pair or not, that's a whole different thing, but... And actually, like, what's cool is that my roommate, Abby, and I were talking uh, last Saturday or Friday, and she was telling me, like, how, uh, basically praising me, like, how much more confident I seem now than I did, like, two years ago, and I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, and she's saying, like, before, like, I used to be very afraid to just do things. Like, I used to say, oh, my God, like, I'm afraid of this test. I'm scared to do this. I'm scared to do that. What if I'm not qualified? And if I jumped onto things, I would do it with a lot of hesitation, uh, and then now she kind of says, I just kind of just fucking do it and I just hustle and just get shit done, which I thought was really cool because like now it's true. Like now I do send the emails. I ask for the raise. I am part of the job. I kind of just do it. And I, I actually spend less time planning, looking for the perfect moment or being like optimally prepared because I love to prepare for things and like things that I literally have no control over, which I don't understand why I do that, but it truly is a waste of time. So I've just learned in my life that it is so much more powerful and I've accomplished more in my life and just been more successful, but just doing more and just talking less because talking is cool. It's fine. But you know, put your money where your mouth is, which is what everybody says, right? And I get that this is kind of hard because obviously change is hard, especially hard for me. I love to plan everything in my life because it makes me feel like I'm in control. But the reality is that I'm just going on the river. And I mean, I can pretend I have control, but that's not the case. And honestly, like this path of just me acting more has just opened up so much more doors, doors that I didn't even, didn't even know were available because when you release control, you're actually subconsciously more open to a lot more things, which is kind of awesome. And there's something to be said about confidence because, you know, a lot of people do fear failure. Oh, everybody does. I mean, obviously I do too, but it, it stings a lot more to get rejected, fail at said thing, not accomplish that goal especially when you've been uh, talking about it a little too much to everybody and their mom. But honestly, you're going to get a lot more regret out of life. You didn't just jump on on things because at the end of the day, you only have one life. So you have to like live up to its full potential, right? And what I mean about confidence is that it does take a lot of confidence to just jump on and do things. But just always remember that like there's a lot of people that are doing a lot more than you are and they're probably a lot less qualified. And listen, my new motto in life is honestly to do everything with that white man confidence, okay? Just get out there and act like you belong and you will. And you're never going to know until you try. And I think that, you know, I do suffer from a lot of imposter syndrome. This is like a big thing that I have, which makes me, which what imposter syndrome is, is that you feel like you don't deserve all the things in life that you have. And then one day you're going to get found out, Um, (laughs) which is literally how I feel constantly. But 
I've kind of learned to put this to the side because, you know, I just, that kind of just means that I do hold myself to a higher standard. And I think that there's more room for growth for me always. I'm like, well, what do I, why am I in the place that I'm in now? Um, And yeah, I can question all these things, but you know, you are what you are because you deserve it and you are worthy. And that is a big confidence thing. So I encourage you to definitely be more confident, do more because you just never know what people are going to say yes to or what opportunities are going to say yes to you. If you just allow yourself to just fucking do it. <laughs> and of course, to wrap up the podcast, we are going to go back to the dopamine thing and to the science thing. And basically you're saying, well, what if Natalia, what if I I ain't got no dopamine or like I don't really feel a lot of motivation in my life and like it's not, I don't even talk about shit that I want to do. I, I don't I just don't do anything, which is fine, you know, to each their own, but we're going to change that. Uh, one way that you can actually trick your dopamine into, you know, giving you a little motivation boost <laughs> is actually to like record small accomplishments. So if you have like a little like to-do list, it's actually going to, every time that you check things off, you do get a feel like a sense of you do get dopamine release just because like oh wow I got things done it's kind of like a reward system that you can create for yourself and also you can share not what you're going to do rather than sharing what you're going to do or you want to do share your results like if you're working towards something you like you do hit some sort of accomplishment you know share with other people because that praise once you've already done the thing it's gonna give you more dopamine it's gonna make you happy and it's gonna actually like make you feel like you can work that you should work more which is awesome and I think that you know the number one thing I guess like the takeaway is also just having like a little bit of like micro deadlines uh and it's kind of like a to-do list so to speak but um having like these smaller deadlines for yourself you know I'm gonna get this this done I'm gonna go do this I'm gonna do that it's actually gonna create a more like a positive feedback loop for you and that's going to increase your mean. And there's one way, you know, that you can definitely trick your brain into thinking it has more dopamine than it does. So if you want to hijack your system, uh, these are things that really helpful tips. And that concludes everything for today, guys. As always, you know, I always welcome feedback, tell me if I'm funny, tell me if I'm stupid, you know, so I can be a better, funnier, good person for y'all. Um... Uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Oh my God, I don't know why I stuttered with that, but here we are. And this uh, side bang, skinny jeans wearing millennial is about to sign off. <laughs> I cannot believe people have been making fun of us uh, for being awesome, but that's okay. As always, guys, do what empowers you, do what makes you happy, and farewell. Bye.